All right. I am uh, good to go. Good. Let's go. Does it sound like there's 10 million people behind me? Sounds like there's five. Okay, I hear it. Shit, I didn't close the door all the way. Okay, hold on one sec. Just let me close the door, man. That might help. Hold on. All right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm back. I am all yours. What's your beverage of choice? I have a polar 100% natural seltzer raspberry lime. Sounds gross. Calorie free. Not a big seltzer water guy. Uh, all right. So not really sure what we're going to do here. It's a big experiment, okay. but I just, I thought maybe let's, uh, let's just say we took the lid off your brain for, you know, five or 10 minutes and we talked about some bigger ideas. Yep. And then possibly if we want to be ahead for Monday, maybe just say, Hey Ryan, what's the tool that everybody needs to be using this week? Or like, what's one thing we should really get tactical on sort of thing. Okay. Light me up, man. Talk about it. So, what should we be thinking about long term in this industry that we're not thinking about right now? Um, you know, one of the things that I, one drum that I've been bagging quite a bit, especially in the show, yeah, the the YouTube show, is attention and the importance of attention. And uh, this is a topic that actually, you know, it's not my original thought. This is this is something that Gary Vee really has been uh, pushing hard for. And, um, you know, I, though I am waiting for his shoes to not be sold out so I can buy myself a pair, um, hopefully that doesn't make me too biased. I, I don't take everything he says um, at face value, you know. I don't think everything he says applies directly to what we're trying to do. Uh, but I certainly think the idea of... Uh, he or she who holds uh, the consumer's attention basically controls the market. And that's what Geico has done. It's what State Farm has done. Uh, it's what Lemonade has done to a certain extent. And um, the thing I worry that to, to tr- the traditional players in our space, uh, both from the agency side and the carrier side, have have forgotten that or maybe never learned it, um, they're certainly not thinking, how am I going to hold an audience's attention three years from now? What are the platforms I'm going to have to use? What's the messaging going to have to be? How am I going to, do I have the appropriate creative team in place? Have I started laying the foundation today to capture the attention of the people who I'm going to want to do business with me three, five, 10 years from now? Because what doesn't happen today is what's happened for the last 100 years my father did business with this company, so I will do business with them. My my mom did business with this agency, so I will do business with them. Or I drive by this agency every day, so I will do business with them. That's That doesn't happen anymore. Um, today, you need to do more than that, uh, whether that's advertising, content marketing, um, you know, kind of living in the, you know, that brackish water, uh, one foot in analog, one foot in digital, you know, that that whole space, whatever it's going to be. I don't necessarily have the answer for every company and every agency as to how you actually capture that attention. But if you need to be thinking about it, and I worry that we are not. Actually, I, I know in many cases we are not, and I'm worried that all of a sudden we're going to get five years from now 
and the Snapchat generation is going to be the ones who are who are moving from uh, you know entry level positions to middle managers, middle managers to directors, directors to to executive leaders. They're going to be making more money, looking to buy houses, looking to buy toys. It's the prime time for independent agents to provide value to this set of consumers, and they're going to have absolutely no clue as to how to talk to them, and um, that worries me. And I don't think we're thinking about it. Attention is such a next level sort of idea though, right? And I think that's the problem that uh, most agents haven't gotten the handle of let me be useful and just, you, you know, kind of that just I'm going to be there when they need me sort of thing. And the attention is such a, a step above that because it is so more abstract and ethereal. It's not really something that you can kind of touch and feel. Uh, that's the thing that I think worries about me was when we start talking about this is that the execution of the attention can kind of cripple them from developing the skills to actually get to that point. Is that valid? Yeah, no, I agree with you to a certain extent. I, well, let me say this. I agree with you a hundred percent. I struggle with who do we spend our time on? Right. Um, if you, if what you're, if what, if what you're saying is there are agents who believe and, and carrier and carriers as well, that, that they believe that attention is important. They're just struggling with the tactical aspects as to how to acquire and keep and retain people's attention. That's a solvable problem. We can solve that problem all day long. Listen to your show. Listen to my show. Join Agency Nation University. Come to Elevate. You know, they, there's plenty of tools, and, and not just in our ecosystem, right? There's plenty of other people. Um, Grow program that you used to be a part of. What's going on with IAOA? I mean, there's plenty of platforms to help you acquire those tactics. I, what I'm struggling with are the people who are unwilling, almost intentionally naive to the fact that it's important. And like I, I've been in the convincing game for so long that at certain mm. points I start to get a little frustrated and I just feel like, is my time better spent trying to convince someone that capturing consumer attention is important or is my time better spent helping the people who are at least have an open mind to the idea, teaching them how to do it. Does, does that make sense? Well, see, I, I guess I, maybe, yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't think you were there. Like I, I've kind of already moved past the, if they're not willing to even put that thought in their brain, I just, just, Hey, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, kind of what I was saying is, is like, you know, of the after the last maybe six to eight months, you know, maybe a year is where I've kind of started to get on board more with the you need to do some more high level attention kind of planning. You know, how are you going to, uh, you know, kind of elevate that conversation beyond just, hey, I have a problem and I'm going to go find, you know, what I mean, like be there, you know, just be kind of everywhere. And that's a tough thing to, that's, I think if people are still struggling with the, I'm going to write a useful blog post. You know, it's, it's a, it's a year, it's a two years. It's a, it's a pretty far path for them to get to the ability level to create the type of attention we're talking about on that level. At least maybe we're not, maybe we're crossing up on that though. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You, you make a good point. Okay. So, um, I would say that, um, a couple, a couple things there. There's a couple things there. One is, um, I don't know if everyone um, mentally prepares themselves for the amount of work that it takes to be successful at attracting attention, right? Um, it used to be super easy. 
again, I'm going to, these are, you buy a billboard, the TV guy comes in and says, Hey, we're going to put a 30 second spot together for you. Hey, the radio guy comes in and says, Hey, throw your, throw your voice on a couple of these reads and we'll package a radio ad together. You know, whatever it used to be super easy. Um, and I think, I think part of, part of the struggle that in particular our industry has had, but, but many industries is that, uh, people forget that it didn't used to take work on the part of the business to create the advertisement, to generate the attention. There was no work by the business. The insurance agency didn't have to do any work. They just said, we want to advertise, we're going to buy and then insert advertising methodology, right? And what you and I and Sydney and, and many others, uh, you know, this whole content marketing thing, Marcus, all the people that are going to come and talk at Elevate, you know, what they're advocating for, the methods and the tactics that they advocate for today, um, you know, I guess, fortunately and unfortunately, um, they take a lot more work by the business themselves. And um, so I, you said something about be everywhere. I don't actually think that in the attention game, you have to be everywhere. I think if you're uh, if you're an insurance carrier and you're not on every social platform, um, if you're not r- working in almost every media type, I, I mean, you, there's, you really have no excuse um, unless you're like a, you know, a, a tiny little, you know, single county carrier writing, you know, some niche farm business. Um, you know, if you're, you got 400 employees, you could peel off a couple. I mean, with you, me and Sydney, we touch every single platform that exists to create content today, basically. And, um, that's three people. So, uh, just about any carrier can do that. Agencies. I think it's a little different story. I would say, you know, and, and, and I'm very interested in your take on this. Uh, it's more about being really good or I shouldn't say really, let me back up on really being as good as you can be on one or two platforms. So what that means is maybe you you really like writing and you feel comfortable in that space. So you write two blog posts a week and you work on Instagram. And that's what you like to do. Instagram comes natural to you. You like to take pictures. You're around town. Boom, boom, boom. Do your thing. Engage with people. And you write some blog posts. But you get really good at that. And you track it. And you dial in on what works. And you get good at some content stuff and some SEO stuff. And you and you figure out how to do some guest posting and 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 do some influencer outreach kind of stuff in the area and some collaborative stuff. And you're just working two platforms. And you know you're not. Maybe you're on LinkedIn, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, but you're not working them as hard. I think for an agency, being one, two, maybe three platforms tops, but 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 being consistent and dedicated to them can have so much run, right? That be everywhere isn't necessary if you can be really good at one, two, three platforms tops. Um, that, but that's my take. Yeah, I mean, so all right, we're having—I don't know—we're just not getting, we're not, we're not communicating very well today because we're we're just not on the same page. I'm not sure what it is, but um, <laughs> probably my that, fault. I don't know. You do feel a little bit down. I feel like the energy is not there today. So I feel I got a weird vibe from you. But anyways, um, <laughs> so it's no, all but, that so seltzer be, water. Well, yeah, the be everywhere thing, like so, meaning like reach a level of tension that you didn't think was possible in a in a in a place above. Hey, there's this helpful thing right here, right? Like it's that that's what I mean. Like occupy a different space in somebody's mind about how they view you. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean by not like necessarily tactically on every platform. That's kind of the mindset that I was after. But I think you're hundred percent right on 
the focus of the platform, right? Like there's no sense in, in, in not, in being below average in like five different things. Right. Um, I would even up the ante and say, not only should they do it on the platform, they should also do it on the line of business that they're selling. Right. One, maybe two lines, you pound those for a year or two, and then be really good on the line of business that you're attracting and the platforms that you're selling it on. And then you, you know, then you expand from there. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that second point that it's so much easier when you're really good at one particular thing. It's so much easier to expand into something else versus trying to start from scratch in multiple, multiple places. It just, it's not even close. It, because what happens is, let's say, um, let's say you get really good at writing contractor insurance in the Hudson Valley, right? And um, you get really good at it. You just you got the blogging down. You know, maybe it's LinkedIn and Instagram are the two platforms you choose, and you're just dialed in, right? You're just contractors insurance in a hundred mile radius. Uh, around you know wherever you're located in the Lower Hudson Valley, and um, and people see you as that, and they're like, oh, you know, that's the guy, that's the gal, that's really good, that's that's who I want to work with. And then you say, you know what? There's a lot of boutique bed and breakfasts uh, and hotels in this area, and I could work into that space too. Well, all the positive um, perception that you've built around your ability to do contractors insurance. When you then, when you've built that up, especially in the digital space and people see you as that thing and you move into hotels, it is so much easier than if you had started hotels and contracts at the same time. It's just so much easier. The, the, all the positive brand perception that you built in the one thing, you know, for the most part, just moves over to the next. And, um, and there's, it's, just, it's just far less friction when you do that. Uh, versus trying to build both from scratch. You're just too spread thin. 